All of us, have, some of you probably haven't seen the tragic thing that happened to the young man with the police. Yes. And if you have a weak stomach, don't look at it. Yeah. It is a tragic thing. So I'm not going to tell you how bad that is. But there's something that, uh, that is missed when we talk about that. I want you all to look at me. There was something that was missed when George Floyd had his thing. I want you to talk about that. Ask me, what was it? Why wasn't any of those young men called in father? Why wasn't those young men called in father? I can say this. I remember one time when Michael and, and some of the others, I forgot who was, we'd moved in Parvin. We'd moved in Parvin and they came to, Michael came to his father and said, there was a bunch of, now this is before I was saved, right? <laughs> and they said there was a bunch of people calling them the N-word. But they came to who? You. Me. Their father went down with a shotgun. Oh, yeah. And I shot up in the air and said, now where are all the ends at? And everybody scattered. And we didn't have any problem with that again. It is a shame. This other stuff we know is tragedy. The tragedy is that these young men, when they're dying or going through something, they have to call mama, mama, instead of daddy, daddy. Jesus was on the cross. Did he call his mother? No. He called who? His father. His father. And we need to get that fixed. We need, no, gentlemen, we need to get that fixed. And we're going to get it fixed in this church. And if I had to do the same sermon every Sunday, we are going to, we're not going to set up in church. You didn't have your praise and worship. Amen? Amen. You see, I'm not a preacher. I'm a teacher. That's right. And so we're going to get taught in here to handle our business. One, yes, yes, yes. You see? I don't want good times. Oh, good times is when you get home. You come here to learn and to grow. And, what, and your prayer should be that when you go to church, when I read and study, I pre, pray for knowledge. The Bible says my people perish for the lack of knowledge. And you all hear me say it all the time. Another version says my people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge. So when I read to get knowledge, I ask the Holy Spirit to give me wisdom to put the knowledge in the places in my life that will help me to be a better God, man, husband, father, grandfather, pastor, friend. Right. Are you with me? That's right. And so when we come to church, we come to church to get something to help us with our Christian walk. Okay? It's nice, all right? Now, if you're like a preacher, I'm the wrong guy. But, but you know, you can turn TV on preach. You come here and get that, all right? So you love me? Amen. And say, you, you, uh, uh, Mahomes, I see we got a red. I told the people they could do that, right? People are cheering him. He ain't a preacher or a pastor. All right, so the Bible says, so, so the Bible says, that's true. Yeah, that's true. So the Bible says in Hebrews 12, we, we read, this is one of mine, we're going to read it slow because I do it all the time. We need to get a spiritual fix. That's right. Period. We need to clean up our spiritual life, our mental life, our emotional life, and we do that, it'll eventually get into our financial life. The Bible is called the common, I call it the commentary of life. It is to help me to live a life that's closer to Christ as I can possibly get. I'm supposed to be, Christian means Christ-like, right? So we should, we can't be Christ-like unless we become a new woman, new man. Born again means that old woman, that old man, what? Has perished and you become a new creature in Christ. And so that means we Christ-like, all right? And there's no place where Christ did not take his responsibilities. Teach. 
So we're going to be responsible. That's right. You can go ahead. It says in verse 1, As for us, we have all of these great witnesses who encircle us like clouds. So we must let go of every wound that has pierced us and the sin we so easily fall into. So who's, the, this is, he's talking to who? Us. He's talking to us. We got to let him know some what? Some sin. That's right. Come on, folks. Because right. you're all going to be in together. One thing I like about uh, uh, church is like AA. We all alcoholics. That's right. See, nobody's embarrassed. Everybody in here has got a problem. That's right. All right? And if you only got one, you're in good shape. But we're going to do better. If you don't want to get, you can be the champion, whether it be the, the champion of the world in the ring or the champion, the greatest runner, whether it be the greatest, they all do what? They keep working to get what? Better. That's right. And this is what we're doing here. We're going to keep working to get better. We can't get better and still we start letting some stuff go. There's going to have to get some stuff go, some things that will cause you to sin. And, so, and, and it will easily, it'll make you fall. That's right. Okay? The NIV says, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. Yeah. We're supposed to throw off everything that does what? Hinders. That hinders us from our growth. Mm -hmm. what, you know, whatever hinders you. Mm -hmm. And everything's ain't drugs, sex, and alcohol. That's right. It's whatever hinders you from growing as a Christian man or Christian woman, you need to get rid of it. And we're going to talk about some of those things here in a minute when I feel like uh, doing it, okay? And the message says it this way. Strip down. So what it's saying strip down means what? You need, get, you need to get spiritually naked. That's right. And strip down. Start running. And start running. And never quit. And never quit. In the old days when they would run, uh, if you look at the history of it, in the Roman days when they would run, they would strip down and they would run naked. And only the, uh, in the audience, you could look it up, only the virgins, women, could come and look at the men. Well, that makes sense. Y'all get up there and get all crazy. Look, I'm telling you what history is, all right? And so what, what did they do before they got ready to run? They stripped down and ran naked. Well, you look at them now, when you go to a track meet, most of you have been there and seen it, what is the first thing they do when they get ready to run? Strip they down. strip down because they don't want or wear anything that's going to hinder them from their race. He's just right. taking, that's why some people think Paul doesn't that. We need to strip down. Every one of us is in a Christian race. Men, first of all, God men. Husbands first, then fathers. That's divine order. All right, vice versa, you women know. You got to strip down. Anything that's going to keep you from doing that, you got to get rid of that. That's right. And run the race that's put before you, Okay. He also says, no extra spiritual fat. We don't need no extra spiritual fat. No parasitic sins. Wow. Okay, I won't from, even deal with that. From the voice, let us drop every extra weight. Let's let us drop every extra weight. What is causing you to slow down your Christian race? What's causing you? Listen, this is all of us. It's from here on down. What is causing us to not run the Christian race that God has put before us? Hmm. Do you understand? You all with me? Teach. All right. It says, every sin that clings to us and slackens our pace. Anything that clings to you does what? Slows you Slacken down. your pace. Mm -hmm. Gentlemen, what is slacking your pace from being a God man? Hmm. A husband a father, Teach. a grandfather in my case, all right? 
Ladies, what is causing you to slow you down from being a God woman? A wife. A mother. All right? And some of you looking at me, well, you don't understand, no. If you went by the Bible, you wouldn't have married somebody you was unequally yoked with. That was the sin, that's the thing that throws you down because you put somebody in your life that caused you some issues. We ought to all be understanding that. The only thing that bothers me about church, people get in church and they get upset because it feels like they're, uh, you're being attacked. No, you done made your mistakes. Let me tell you what I tell my kids. I've made mistakes, but you ain't going to make the same one I made. That's right. You see what I'm saying? That's right. All right, so we need to take inventory of yourself. Take inventory of yourself and what is hindered. And there's no age limit. There is no age limit. You ought to want to grow. When Paul, when Paul, we, we do this, we only, most of the time we do it at funerals. I finished my course and I fought my fight and I'm ready to be offered up. You know, when Paul does that, we say that. But guess what he done is, before he took his last breaths, he had called to the guys and wrote to the guys, said, bring me my books and bring Mark, John Mark, because him and John Mark fell out but he wanted to bring them John Mark to get it right and bring him some books because he wanted to keep studying until his last breath because he could still grow. It's never too late. That's right. You're never too old to grow. Okay. The Bible goes on to say that if we throw off all that stuff, then we will be able to run life's marathon race. So, and I tell people all the time, being a track coach, you all know that, this ain't no sprint. This is a marathon for real. That's right. You see, a marathon, I mean, it is an incredible marathon. And only certain people can run marathons. You see, yeah. my daughter Elizabeth's back there. She, she can tell you about a half marathon and all that and how it hurts. But see, to train, you can't be running, running a mile. That's right. You see what I'm saying? This is a marathon. There's hills in a marathon. You don't run up the hill the same way you run down the hill. That's right. You have to learn that. Then there's flat ground. You don't run on the flat ground like you do up a hill, down here. You got to learn how to run the pace that God has set before you. And I'm going to tell you in your life. I said hills, okay? And I said uh, uh, downhills. Let me tell you about life. There's going to be some ups and downs. And you got to run the ups and down the same way because guess what? They both just temporary. That's right. You see, I, w- I remember when. I was uh, up on that heat, running up on that hill, and I was feeling good about it, you know, right? When I came down the hill, I came down, and, and now I'm fighting, fourth time fighting cancer, you see? But I'm going up the hill because I'm fighting it. That's right. You see, That's you right. got a fight going up. Yeah. It's a fight. This is what we're in, okay? But we have the inventory, I mean, excuse me, we have this book to tell us how to deal with it. That's right. Cowards are afraid to take inventory of their life. I would never go to church, if me, the thing that I wanted is somebody to tell me how to live the life, mm-hmm. you see? And I enjoy my life with all the things that's going on. I enjoy my life. You understand? Uh, some people are asking me, oh, because you know I'm a Packer fan. Oh, what do you think about them Packers? Nothing. Because, <laughs> you know, I'm Aaron Rodgers guy. You know, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers is not coming to my house. That's right. He ain't visiting me in the hospital. He ain't giving me a call, right? But I married somebody I was equally yoked with. If I got to go to the hospital, I need medication. Are y'all with me? You see? 
So here's what we're doing in this church. We're going to get it right. We, we want it right. We want to get it right. And if we haven't got, quit getting back, well, Pastor, you don't know my life. It's time for you to grow up and get out and quit making it about you. That's right. Help somebody else. That's right. All right? I, I, I listened to that young lady that lost her son. Her faith made me feel like I was in kindergarten because I'd have still been mad. They'd have probably had caught, come on, some of y'all have been like me. That's you right. see, but she was prompted by praying for these folks. It's faith. That's right. It's faith. And you never, you never know when you're going to have to have faith. Faith, when you put your glove, boxing gloves on, you all seen a boxing glove? You put them on, you tie them on. Here's how it works as a Christian. You put your faith gloves on That's and right. you tie them on and you get in that ring and fight for your life. That's, right. That's how it's supposed That's right. to be. You see? All right, here we go. So we run in the race, right? This set before us. Each one of us has a race to run. That's right. You're special. See, Satan has lied to some of you because you're living below your means. You were special. Let me tell you. Say, make it plain, plain, Pastor. Quit letting other people mirror you. Come on. You're looking in their mirror. Look in God's mirror. He's the one that created you. He's the one that gave you the gifts. He's the one that gave you the abilities and the time. Look in his mirror. You see? And when you look in his mirror, you'll find out that you how big? And you learned that from Pastor Fields, and he lives right. that way. That's you right. see, uh, I think they say, now I'm shrinking a little bit. I'm five, seven and a half. When you get older, you get shorter, you know? I'm, that's what the doctors tell me. But I want to tell them, you ain't got a measuring stick in here to know how tall I am. Right. Are you crazy? You see, because I'm a million times bigger on the end times, a billion times bigger on the inside than I am on the outside because the Holy Ghost is in me. That's right. Somebody, can you measure the Holy Ghost? Well, he's in you, ain't he? Right. Well, quit letting other people measure you. That's right. Quit letting other people quit looking in their mirror. You see? Okay. Somebody call you ugly. I got you ugly. <laughs> and, and some of you all know me. There's something going to come behind it. That's right. All That's right, right. Here we go. All right. The Bible goes on to say, not only can we run the race, but we'll run it with passion. We're going to run it with, we ought to run life with passion and determination. For the path that has been already marked before us. That's, That's what. Right. That's right. Run it with passion and determination. I'm going to run this race with passion and determine. I'm going to do what God has called me to do. And Satan, you are a liar and the father of lies. You cannot hinder me. There used to be a song years ago. If you ain't going, don't hinder me. That's right. All right. I, yes. That's right. Then in verse 2. Okay. It says, we look away from the natural realm when, and we focus our attention and expectation onto Jesus. All right, onto Jesus. All right, I want to do something. I want to go backwards. Okay, I can do that. You can do whatever you want. Yes, you're right about that. <laughs> All right, let me tell you something. You got to throw off some stuff. You, you need to throw off some stuff. And we, you know, I, uh, I'm not a self-righteous type guy. Uh, you know why God put me up here? Because I'm like Paul. I was the greatest sinner. Amen. You know, he always calls the thugs. I always tell everybody because he, 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 he gets in their life and he changes their life because they know where you at. Yes, you see, some of these goody-goody folks don't know what it's like. Right. You see, I, I, I ran up to one of our members one time and said, you need to quit smoking weed, boy. He thought he, that cologne was going to. Right. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Come on. 
Yeah, you understand what I'm talking about? Yeah, okay, so here's what I want to do. I want to talk about this right now. I want you to hear what I'm saying right here. You got to start throwing off, last page, you got to start throwing off some stuff off your life. I like me as a pastor because I like me as a pastor because we all in the same boat. Amen. I'm just a pastor in the boat, but we all in the same boat. Ain't no little eyes in here and big U's, no big U's and little eyes. Right. Come on, Christians. Amen. You, right. Where'd you come from? Right. Yeah, everybody got a story. We just hope it's a past and not one. Well, some people may be struggling, but if you keep working, you'll get through your struggles. They told us to start throwing off some stuff. First one. So this is coming from Galatians chapter five. Now, I want you to go here. It says in the Passion Translation that we're to throw off pornography. Yes, throw off pornography. Chasing. Oh, don't get things. scared up in here. Don't be getting scared. There are Christian people that are struggling with pornography. That's right. It is amazing to me when you go to church, ain't nobody ever looked at pornography. But if it's a pat, if he says you got to throw it off. Let's clean it up up here. And the next one is what? Chasing after things instead of God. And chasing after things instead of God. I was, you know, I joke with people all the time because I'm a fun type guy. And some of our members just got a new car. <laughs> and they tied pairs. They tied pairs. And I told them, I said, I'm glad y'all tied pairs because I don't want you riding around on Jesus' money. <laughs> but they're very loyal and tied pairs in the church, yo. And they got a kick out of that. But there's a lesson there. That's right. That's right. You see? Read that again. We're going to get something out of this. We're going to walk out of here knowing that we are not by ourselves. Y'all, well, y'all too young, but there was a guy called Will Rogers years ago that wrote out of Oklahoma. And he said a thing that I always remembered, Sister Evelyn, in one of his writings. We're all ignorant, just different subjects. That's right. We're all sinners, just different sins. That's right. Right. All right. Are we good? Yes. Am I doing all right? Yes. Okay. Again, chasing after things instead of God. Chasing after things instead of God. We been there? Chasing after stuff That's right. instead of God. And, 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 and sometimes you looked at other people who had the stuff. And so you chased after the same stuff that they did. And then you found out that the movie star that you admired committed suicide or the athlete got in trouble or such and such. But they had all the stuff, but they didn't have God. That's right. All right? It says, hatred of those that get in your way. Hatred of those that get in your way. Hatred of those that get... We saw it, didn't we? Hatred of those that get in your way. Come on. Senseless arguments. Senseless arguments. Senseless arguments. Come on, you all in these households. Some arguments are just senseless. That's right. You see? Sister Gwen got her cabinets. Of course she did. And I think they're coming over Thursday to put, what's that stuff called? Countertops. countertops in, putting some new countertops in there. Pastor Fields thought, why are you putting, getting new, getting cabinets done? And it's a mess when they do that. Oh, yeah. And why are you getting countertops? All you're going to do is set dishes on them. <laughs> and you know, that's my way of thinking. But guess what? I wouldn't get in no senseless argument because that's not me. So her, her, her baby, you know where that is, Isaac came over and handled the thing, and I was upstairs watching TV. Because there's no need me getting in a senseless argument because I don't care if it was green, it could be purple. 
I'm not caring about what the cabinets look like. I'm only caring about what's in the cabinets. All right? Right. You, see, you see, so I removed who out the way? I removed myself out the way, and guess what? We didn't have any senseless arguments. And this morning, I came down, and I said, was, was it getting me breakfast? And I said, I'm sure glad that I got these cabinets done. They sure look good. But stop senseless arguments. Right. You ought to send these relationships. You couples in it, you better hear me. It'll happen if you're not careful. Right. It'll happen if it's senseless. Nobody wins a fight. That's right. Okay. Then it says, hatred of those who get in your way, senseless arguments, uh, resentment when others are favored. Resentment when others are favored. There are some people that can do it better than you. You see, there are some people who can do it better than you. That's right. You see, I like it when I see people. You see, I listen to a lot of different ministers, and they do it better than me. Come on. I mean, them guys got, they, they working, and I'm like, wow, that's good. You see, but y'all ain't listening to them, so you won't know the difference. Anyway, that's right. So, that's right. There's always, I learn. I need, I'm a teacher, but I'm a student. I do, you see? You can't be a good teacher unless you're a good student. That's right. All right, here we go. How about temper tantrum? Temper tantrum. Just like, and it's not the worst than a grown person with a temper tantrum. Come on, grow up. That's it. I'm the man of the house. Please, shut up. <laughs> yeah. If you was the man of the house, you wouldn't be acting like a child. That's right. That's right. Okay. Murder. Murder. Only oh. thinking of yourself. Wait a minute, let me see. Let me tell you, I'm going to get each one of them. They talk about murder. Anybody, you all will say that I would never kill anybody. The Bible says he who lies on his brother is a murderer. That's right. That's scripture, not me. That's right. And most of us, before we got saved, part of somebody still working, have lied on somebody. You remember? You remember? You can go back to when you were a little kid and you done it. No, I didn't do it. That's a lie. You murdered your brother or your sister. So murder is when you, that's what the scripture says. That's right. Scripture says that. He who lies on his brother is a murderer. I love the Bible because it makes me feel that, hey, I'm not alone. I've got some of this stuff going on, but other people got some of this stuff going on. But we're all trying to live a life of Christ so we can clear some of this mess up. And that's we right. need to get some of this off. If these things are hindering your growth that I'm talking about, get rid of them. That's right. It's your responsibility to get rid of them. God Change my line, turn on. God saying, quit lying. That's right. You see what I'm saying? That's right. There's TVs. My, my son-in-law and my daughter are very, very, very spiritual people. And when, uh, when my grandson is young, they wouldn't let him look at certain commercials. Right. Because of the influence that it had. That's how, that's how it works. You see? Because certain commercials, they didn't want him to deal with it. And, and he's a, he likes sports. And you know what they're going to show at the Super Bowl. Yeah. That's right. You see? You know who they did. You know, they, they're not going to have Johnny Mathis singing. Huh? Come on here. Y'all know what I'm saying. You see what I'm saying? You got to watch that. Yeah. Every one of you has been influenced by something. Because you got that chief stuff on. So that means you've been influenced by the chiefs, right? That's right. You all know what, what, where I came from. You see, you see the way I dress. I just changed from the nation of Islam and became a Christian. Right. Right? 
People tell you, you dress like a Muslim. And I tell them, you mean Christians don't look cool? That's right. Point there. Yeah. yeah. You understand? Christians can't wear bow ties? Are y'all with me? Come on. All right. And so I don't care what people say. I want you to be the same way. Amen. Think. But I, there's some stuff I had to take off mm-hmm. in my life. Come on. Yeah. I, I won't tell you because you'll be that, this last one I'm going to talk about. All right? Then it says, only thinking of yourself. Selfish person is the worst person he is. You know why, you know who, why medication is high? It ain't sick people that's got it high. It's the people who are trying to get their finances and their millions of dollars and other people suffer. All right? We're supposed to be selfless. That means we still take care of ourselves, but we help other people. The worst thing in the world is a selfish person. All right? Okay. Or how about this one? Being in love with your own, own opinions. Don't get in love with your own opinions. A person that's in love with their own opinions can't grow. I like listening to people who disagree with me because guess what I find out? Why they disagree with me. And there's people who have disagreed with me, I hate to say it, that's disagreed with me when I went and checked them out, they were right. Y'all got real quiet up in here. What are you doing? You come here to learn. There are people who've disagreed with you, you've disagreed with them, but they were right. And you apologize for it and you get it right. Okay, we know that I'm right all the time. Sister Gwen's wrong. Uh, I'm just playing. Yeah, because I ain't trying to do no McDonald's and Burger King today. <laughs> uh, you see what I'm saying? Are y'all getting what I'm talking about? We got to get it right. Come on, come on, folks. Right. All right. And lastly, being envious of the blessings of others. And that is really, I'm going to read this whole thing. That is sad. When somebody else is getting blessed, I get excited when I hear about somebody else getting blessed. It is one of the most greatest things is when I hear about somebody being blessed. I want you to keep going. Okay. The Bible goes on to say that I warn you, as I did before. That means he said it once, right? That's right. That those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. Those who live like this won't inherit the kingdom of God. I'm going to do this next one because I want to make four. Proverbs even talks about some things that the other ones didn't. And this is one of my things that I literally hate. And that's a gossip in church. That's right. That's a gossip in church. You all know that what does not happen over here. Gossip. Nobody, nobody calls Pastor Fields with no gossip. That's right. Good, you know, we owned the last time that happened, it was years ago when they had the three-way. Remember that? When they had the phone three-way, somebody called me and something about a member. I said, hold on. I put them on three-way. I said, sister so-and-so says such and such. That person and hung up and never came back to church ever again. <laughs> I hate it. That's right. And we will not tolerate gossip in this church. And it ain't none of your business. Yes, you see, and remember now, when you're pulling weeds out of somebody else's garden, they're growing in yours. That's right. You see, somebody, I wonder what color Sister Gwen's cabinets were. What makes the difference? You didn't put any money in it. That's right. <laughs> green, and it cost me the green. That's right. <laughs> uh, here we go. Now listen to this here, because I hate gossip, and we're not going to tolerate gossip in this church. It's tend to your own business. 
Here we go. Proverbs 20 and 19. The NIV says, a gossip betrays a confidence. Yeah, when you gossip, when somebody brings gossip to you, you better understand that they one day will gossip about you. That's right. All right? So we're told to avoid anyone who talks too much. Just avoid anybody who talks too much. When they get to talking, do this. Avoid anyone that talks too much. That's right. And it's, it goes in churches like Zoom, it gets through churches. That's right. You see? You ain't married, so why could you be concerned about, bless you, how are you concerned about somebody who is? It's none of your business. Why they got the money to live like that? Did you see that kind of car she driving? Are y'all with me? And that gossip starts, and guess what it does? It hinders if you, thank you, if, it, if you listen to the gossip, who does it hinder? It hinders both of you. That's right. Because you listen to it. Y'all want me to make it clear? You want some Johnnyism? This is from the gossip of Johnny, uh, the gospel of Johnny. That's me. The gossip, the worst garbage is the garbage can. When somebody gossips, they think you a garbage can. And, it's, and then it stinks because it stays right. in that can. That's right. Now, from now on, if anybody says anything to you in this church, you say, I ain't your garbage can. You take that garbage someplace else. That's right. On your job. Amen. All right? right? You know, sometimes you need amens. This is some good teaching here. Amen. Amen. You see, and it's going to be two-part, and they just gave me my 30 minutes, because y'all know I don't like to be over 30 to 35, 40 minutes, because you feed too much, you get indigestion, you forget everything. That's right. <laughs> Message says it this way. Here we go. Gossips can't keep secrets. Yeah, they can't. Gossips can't keep secrets. They don't give them one. So never yeah. confide in blabbermouths. Never confide in who? Blabbermouths. So we don't want no blabbermouth over here. See, in other words, you gotta watch who you talk to, because what happened is they start gossiping. Who's it hinder? It hinders you. That's right. So you don't listen to it. You love me still. That's right. All right. You're learning something? Amen. So you got to, and guess what the Bible tells you to throw all this off? Tells us to throw all this off. You see, you may need, you got, you got your prayer warriors up here. You might, might want to whisper in their ear, pray for me that I don't be another a bladder mouth. They'll pray for you, and they won't go tell nobody. Them's the ones that are praying. That's right. You see, because you go to some churches, you pray for them. Yeah, girl. She asked for prayer because she was a bladder mouse. Oh, man, that dude, man, you was that dude say, man? That's right. You don't need to do that because it hinders your growth. And you don't want anything to hinder your growth. That's right. I can't think that I'm going to use it again. Y'all got to tell me his name. Uh, uh, what's your little girl's name? Alana. Alani, Alana came to me, remember I told y'all? And said, Pastor, guess what I learned? She's back here with Trevor. Self-control. I want self-control over my money, my mouth, my actions, my reactions. Do you understand what I'm saying? Self-control. Self-control. This kid is a kid, and she was excited about it. That's what we want in this church. Right. We want self-control, and we're going to have to start throwing all this stuff off. You in here, look at it. Teach. Pray about it. Lord, show me what's hindering me from my purpose and the race that you put before me. That's right.
Are you with me? That's right. That's what we got to do, self-control. We saw what that little child said there. Some people should have heard that. Maybe if those policemen would have heard that all over the country, we wouldn't have this situation and the circumstance we had. Because she, she's understanding self-control, that the Holy Spirit's going to help her with self-control. And the Holy Spirit tells her with self-control, she'll be victorious in anything in her life. She won't never have to worry about finance. Years ago, I found, found bankruptcy. You know, I found bankruptcies about 30 or 40 years ago because I didn't have any self-control. You see what I'm saying? I got a DWI once. Guess what that is? No self-control. You see? You, you understand? Are y'all with me? You see, I don't care how many years ago it was. I've experienced it. This church is a church where you're taught to live like a Christian, walk like a Christian, talk like a Christian, think like a Christian, and please God and not man or yourself. Amen to that? Amen to that. Right, we'll do this next week. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And so we will, it will be two. Where, where did I stop at? Anyway, it will be, I stop at two? All right, it will be continued next week. <laughs> yeah, because you all know, you all know I don't stay long. I don't stay long because you don't need to stay long. Sometimes in sports, you stay long, you stay wrong. You know what I'm saying? Right. You see, so you don't need to stay long. But I want this. This is what we're about in this church, right? We're about in this church, and I'm holding everybody accountable. Guess who's going to hold you accountable to this? You say God, you believe in God? you hear here because of him, right? That's right. Well, he, he's going to hold you accountable for what you heard. That's right. That's scary. That's right. <laughs> all right, all 